Hi, Mom Stomp listeners. This is Joe, and you are about to listen to Season 2, Episode 17, Polar Playground. This is usually the part where we're like, please rate and review the pod. If you like it, tell a friend. If you want a little more content, become a Patreon member. And all of those things remain true, but I also have an announcement. Announcement! In this episode, we tease an ad um, that Ben Bowling, our listener, sent to us. It just was for our ears, but we like loved it so much that we wanted to talk about it and play it for y'all, um, which we did when we recorded. And then when we were editing, we were like, oh, we got to double check with Ben. And he kind of reminded us that we don't own the ad and we can't do it in the sweetest way possible. And we were just like, oh, yeah, mom moment. But anyways, we left the pre and post um, Ben banter because we love him so much and we love you. Thank you for listening, as always. Really, really appreciate it. Enjoy the show. Hey, babe, I want to see your hair is looking long. Well, I got it cut on that full moon, bitch. <gasps> when was that? In January? I can't remember. Let me see. I have I, a calendar right now and it's telling me the date. You know how some calendars tell you when the full moons are? Yes. I love that. Yeah, thank you. It was January 6th. Wow. There we go. And oh, you, I, I laughed at this and I, and I said I was going to get a measuring tape and I, I'm a fool for not doing it. We sh- okay. I'm going to measure, I got to check a, another full moon. Actually, that reminds me next time I see my hairdresser, I have to watch a season of the challenge because she is a huge fan. What's and that? I, it's some show with like MTV, like real world plus like survivor plus like big brother people and they do like challenges oh okay yeah and she's like a huge fan i don't know if you've gotten your hair cut in a long time but i was struggling making a small talk with her and i was like next time i'm coming i'm doing homework okay then you're gonna come in with some material yes yeah if it's not if it's not coming easy with a hairdresser or hair cutter i close my eyes and try to relax I do okay. not engage. And one time, um, a gal I had been seeing like on the regular, she was like, I love you come and like, this is pampering for you. And I was like, mm-hmm, yes. It's more like awkwardness that I don't want to bear. But I'm going to take that. I'm going to use that actually. I'm going to be like, this is my little moment. Self-love, quiet, shut down. That's strong, I That's think. strong. It's strong of you to do that. Okay. I didn't know. And I appreciate the people in those positions who recognize it because one time I feel like I've talked about this before First same last name, Morgan Lord organized like a little gift and it was like a massage when I was pregnant uh-huh. and the woman that she made the appointment with, I was like chit chatting with her. And then she was like, okay. And she started just not responding to me. Wow. Um, Mm-hmm. Okay. To the point where I was like, oh yeah, we don't, I don't need to fucking talk to her. Incredible. And I just, it was a gift that she gave yes. me. Yes. 
she knew it and she was handling it delicately and she got you there. Oh, God, wow. that was like foreplay. Actually, just even saying that, even describing that. Got your just, nipples hard. Yes. <laughs> God, Once, Mary Kate Walthall, first name, last name. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. She was talking about going to this. She went to this silent retreat. And oh, yes. one thing that stuck was she she talked about that we say sorry so much. Mm. Sorry for stepping over there. Sorry for reaching. Sorry, sorry. And so at this retreat, they were trying to encourage you, you know, to shut your mouth, essentially. I'm, I'm, I'm not speaking to what she said, but what I took away was check how many times you say sorry. And you don't need to apologize for every little thing because humans aren't holding you to those things. And it is like feels powerful. Like, I don't need to say sorry for like walking in front of somebody without hurting them. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. But in this moment, I just had this moment. I had just, in this moment, I just had this thought, do you ever say sorry? Like we say, sorry, 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 all the time. We say, sorry. And then inevitably that's person, there's a person who's like, don't apologize or like you don't. And I'm in my head, I go, I go like this. Oh yeah, I didn't mean it. <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry. I I didn't actually fucking mean it. I was just using it like hello, good day. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry. I'm not losing sleep over that bitch. I just but, said it for yeah. you. There is know. something about the need to also say, no, 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 don't, don't even feel you don't need to be sorry. There's something to that too, where it's like if somebody says sorry to you, let them feel sorry. You don't have to like excuse them. You know what I mean? You don't. Yep. I think the point is, sweet. It's okay to shut our mouths more. The point is, we got to get ourselves to that retreat. Uh, could you imagine? No. Okay. Listen, when Patreon pops off, and it's we popping, it's popping. And but if we're, you're not we're, on, this is a party. This is. We did have a watch party on Friday. We did. We watched Magic Mike and a couple of our Patreon members were there. And guess what? We It was a learning experience. And next month, we're going to have an even better one. Or, yeah, it's all going to be better. It's always... It's, it's, Remember, you're on ground floor. That's what, ground, you need, that's what everybody knows about this podcast. Yeah, you're there. You, the, you're going to be the people laughing and be like a year from now, be like, oh my God, do you remember the first one? It was like this. Yeah. And you're telling the, the new people in the chat and they're like literally jaw dropped. You were there? Oh my God. Or the first... You couldn't hear them at one point. <laughs> They're so clear now. <laughs> it's just crazy. But if we had like, un, I, I would love to get to the point where we're just like straight up doing like little like retreats like this, fully money and just being like, let's go at it. What is going on at the silent retreat? How do moms benefit from this? Yeah. We'd be crying. I, you know, oh, Yeah. We'd be butterflying all over the place. I'm a new person. <laughs> Mariah Carey butterflying. But we can't yeah. say it to each other. We're just signing to each other. Yeah, just eyes. <laughs> oh, my girl's feeling overwhelmed right now. I could tell. <laughs> I think there's something to all that. Like, I don't meditate, but I think it's something in that hemisphere of like, you know, self-interest introspection, which leads me to Marianne Williamson. <gasps> add her to the add her to the queue. Add her to the queue. This is We're gonna, gonna be a high year. We're gonna have a four tier. Okay. 
we had a couple of our our lovely listeners, mm-hmm. Juan Jess Zuniga, mm-hmm. and I believe Tim Paul sent a different thing. But point being, our listeners know us, and and we thank you for loving us the way you do. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. The information that Marianne is is running, she's running. She's running for president, and I I, I know that we're kind of like I. Let's be clear here on the Marianne Williamson. I don't know a lot about her, but I'm liking the energy she puts out, and I get her. But I'm going to be reading more, and this could be the person that I unironically support because I'm feeling at a low as far as humanity goes. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like, yes, let's take this crystal loving spiritual person. Prefer this. I prefer this to any other option. That's where I am with it. You're right. It it has hit rock bottom. It's almost hit rock bottom. I can't say it has because it could get worse, but it's low. Yeah. I'm like, let's get the crystals in the White House. Let's change the status quo. And that's and that's what she wants to do. She wants to do like a deep uproot the country by means of like healing. And love. Yeah. Let's like let's like talk about racism. Let's talk about like political divisions. And I mean, it's it's nothing like we will not feel secure in terms of defense. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna come out of this like emotional warriors if we elect her. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like I mean, if we elect Marianne Williamson, she becomes a president. All I can say is Mother's Day, twenty twenty four, is popping off. It will be a national holiday. Oh baby, we're getting off work the week, the or week. whatever. I said twenty twenty four, but I don't know. I'm not doing the math here. What Tim tagged us in was a post where it was like Marion Williamson Williamson has some important news. It's coming at you important March 4th. 4th. And then Jessica sent us a post that was like, she's running for president. So I'm like, what's the announcement coming yeah. on the 4th? Shit. Yeah. Listen to this. Go. Okay. An important announcement on March 4th. This is from her Instagram. Okay. Hopefully it'll be the beginning of a new trajectory in American history when enough of us are willing to have a meaningful conversation about what we need to put an end to and what is now struggling to be born. Listen to this. What needs to end is an era of corruption brought about by our second Gilded Age, an era in which corporate profits were placed before the safety of health and well-being of people and planet. Okay, the Gilded Age verbiage reminded me of Renaissance, bitch. She's on the page. She's listening. She- <laughs> I mean, get her and Beyonce on the ticket. Beyonce VP. Dude. I- Girl. Yes. Anything like this is, you know how like all those fucking closeted racists are like, I support Trump because he's something different. This is where I am. I If you want something different. It's her. Step Step up to the fucking plate. Right. If you want to change in like uh, values and focus, it's definitely her. Whether you or not are feeling good about it, it is something different. It's and maybe we'll like take this out because I am I'm not smart enough to like know all of the information about politics, but I'm still fucking so bitter over the Hillary shit because to me that was just like a massive 
sexist thing where like so many Democrats are all like kind of like, uh, well, I don't like like her. And I was like, well, you you pretty much don't like any of the people that that you run. Are, yeah, yeah. But you always vote Democrat because that is like generally where you align. But you're choosing this presidential election to like fucking go rogue. Yeah. You're sexist, you fucking piece of shit. Right. So many people. And I remember talking to someone who's like, yeah, my parents don't like Hillary. Like, like, you're like, oh, yeah, your dad is sexist. Yeah. I'm deleting this. Delete, no, delete, I think delete. It, well, you have to do what you got to do. But I hear you. I'm with you. I'm not a Hillary fucking stan. But, like, that is who I wanted to win. And I was fucking jacked that a fo- female was going to win. Yeah. Um, but it's like, listen, I don't know shit about her. I'm just like, I align with that party and we don't know shit about any of them. This is us pretending we know Rihanna. Yeah. We don't know Rihanna. Although she's mean. We heard. (laughs) (laughs) My husband works for a vitamin company and you know, we get the vitamins for free perk. Okay. Um, and every pack comes with a quote. Here we go. Okay. They're usually like you know, roomy, uh, like philosophers. It could also be pop, pop stars. Okay. This one was a Rihanna quote. Here we go. I was like, let's go vitamins. It's tougher to be vulnerable than it is to be tough. Ooh, Mm. that's real. She's voting for Marianne. Okay. And if if she, and if Marianne's good enough for Rihanna, she's good enough for us. You know where we stand, guys. Okay. Ooh. This is the Gilded Age. Here we right. go. Right. We've hit the bottom and we need we need a new focus. And we need a woman. That's it. We need a mother of the country. We need a mother. I need someone. <laughs> I need someone who I really believe like it have a next shooting happens. They'll be like the New Zealand, like president to be like, okay, actually no guns. Yep. And who better than a mom to be like, that's it. No more guns. That's it. And everyone's like, wait, what? You promised us we could go to the football game. She's like, nope, nope. I've, I've seen it. I, I've heard enough. That's it. I, you know, that moment when you know, that like, moment when you can't believe it. There's you're no negotiating. About it. This is it. D- decades later. Remember when your mom, like, canceled on the game and we had the tickets and everything (laughs) there's a reason this podcast is voting for marianne i think it very much aligns with what our values are as a podcast so we'll you know when we go to the ballot as mom stomp last name (laughs) podcast and we're in the booth together voting that's who we're gonna take god the dream the damn dream Ugh, okay. So Mariana's running. That we know. Brittany's using her accent again. So we this know. This is she- another one where we had people come and, hey, did you check this out? Immediately. <laughs> yeah. And and honored. And I mean, I haven't gone back to Instagram in a few days, but has she deleted it yet? Or maybe. But um, that was funny to me. It was legitimately funny. I think she's a funny person. Lauren Derner called out the fact that she had a box fan. And babe, (laughs) I noticed that immediately too. (laughs) 
I just like, you can't, wasn't it in her story or was it a post? It was for sure a post. Oh, did yep. I? It's still there. Oh God. I love. Fox fan and all. I am. That was funny. That got me. And I, she looked, she likes to do the accents and I'm kind of like, she's in a good mood. Okay. Not that I don't want people to keep coming to us when Britney stuff happens, but here's my response to it. Y'all seen one of your friends trying to do a comedy thing on Instagram and it doesn't go so well and go, <laughs> that's a little embarrassing, but they're trying. That's what that was for me. I was like, that's, com- that's content. Keep scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing... I do. I no flags are raised for me just because Brittany's trying out an accent. She's worldly. She's traveled the world. She's on a world tour. She's, she's on, heard the accents and she's trying them out. OMG. I'm that's what it is. You know what I need to hear, Annie? I need to hear a little giggle from whoever's taping it for her. Yeah. Let's have some fun with Brit. Yeah. Are you too scared, Cody? You can't laugh at her shit? Yeah. Let me know she's not in that room alone. It could be that. It could be it's on a pod, like a a little tripod. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm here for it. I like, I'm supportive. I'm supporting Brittany through the journey of getting back into into the real stuff, into the real world, where we're getting glimpses of like who she wants to be. Mm-hmm. And I like it when she's in a good mood. Yeah. And I think she, she's in a good mood here. She also posted and we she like reposted this like Andy Griffith thing where he's like yelling at Opie about putting like making up That's fake news. So good. But it was real. And I know she saw that and was like feeling heard by Andy Griffith. It was from, like from yeah. the fucking 1950s. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Whereas like people yeah. don't want to don't want to know regular stuff. They want to know like crazy the stuff. The bad yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you know, that's all my Peaky Blinders shit. Oh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky <laughs> Blinders where he's like, lies spread faster than truth. That needs to be a quote on the vitamins. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Marianne's going to be here to change all that. She wants to spread truth like wildfire. Okay. I'm excited. I mean, Rue must be beside themselves. Rue and Michelle? That I I would have to assume. And Oprah. Everyone. Yeah. Us. (laughs) Tim. Rue, Oprah, us, Tim. That's the order. Well, needless to say, is that event in March 4th of the big news? Is it in L.A.? I think it's a Zoom, right? Oh, okay. okay. I'm sorry. Guy has my phone. Okay. Maybe maybe that's our next watch party, actually. O-M-G. <laughs> oh, God. I'm into it. Um. Okay. Rihanna, British mm. Vogue came out. She had her birthday after we yeah. recorded. Yeah. I'm glad you posted something about it. You said happy birthday, Reese. So thank you for doing that. Happy birthday. It slapped me in the damn face. Yeah. She's having quite the new year. This is it. And which to which I say, 
If you're listening right now, happy new year. I thank you. It's almost it, March. It's almost the new year. It's almost a new month. And th- this month, m- m- January is the mother. February is the butterfly. I was thinking about it today. It's, March is the check-in. It's the little HR evaluation. We're checking in, honey. How are you feeling about this year? Because you know what? If you're not liking it, you can control that. And you can change it right here. We don't have to sit through March through December and being pissed off at 2023. Thank you for saying that. I needed the reminder because I've been sitting here a little pissed off. I need to go back and churn up those feelings of January 1. have to. And, and there's actually, nothing better about January 1 than March 1, unless you suffered true tra- trauma in your life. But there's nothing different about those dates. It's just like we're like, oh, this is a new year. You can yeah. control those emotions. And you can you can bring it right to Jan- March 1 on Wednesday. You can bring it right there. That same energy. And believe me, I will be. Uh, okay, uh, Rihanna, birthday, Beyonce. Beyonce, um, there is a movie coming out. Go on. Beyonce fans are feeling called out by the new movie, Swarm, S-W-A-R-M, like how a bee does. It's a new horror series. It is produced by Donald Glover. One of the writers on the show is Malia Obama. You Let's me. go, Malia. Girl, the trailer. <laughs> it's something else. This seems to be a clear riff on Beyonce's fan base called the Beehive, pronounced B-E-E-H-I-V-E. In this article. Fuck you. Do really? You. Don't oh, mean here to we do go. this to you. But the bees and buzzing are a recurring thing. I mean, they they fully don't, they don't try to pick another animal in this movie. It's like bees. It's about a woman who's fully obsessed with a superstar called Nija, N-I-J-A-H. Beyonce fans joke about being called out by the trailer. I'm Hive and I felt called out by this Ticketmaster scene. There is a full Ticketmaster scene in this trailer. I'm... I mean, it's true to the trailer. I wonder if they had to get... If they even talked to any of Beyonce's people about this movie. I mean, nothing is copywritten, but it is like, we want to create a movie about Beyonce's fans. (laughs) That's what this is. It's so strange. This is, I can't wait to watch this trailer. I love Donald Glover. I mean, I think he is so smart. He's been doing it for so long. I mean, he's amazing. The trailer is very... uh, (laughs) Yeah, we we don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about this one, girl. But but it is it's out there. It's coming. Sorry, Bayhive, Donald Glover, SOS. <laughs> Love you, boy. <laughs> Be safe, my man. SOS. Yeah, what do I you think, think? I I think that the hive is kind of taking it with a you know like okay, this is about us we're going to have to laugh at it. <laughs> the trailer, there's like a close-up of them trying to purchase tickets on Ticketmaster. And it it, it is almost like PTS. Oh, by the way, 
I'm not going to say that. I'm not going not gonna to give any first name, last name on this, but we know someone who's going to be in Club Renaissance. And that makes us feel closer to Beyonce. Yes. The excitement. I'm and and they're going before we go to our concert. So I'm getting the notes from everyone. And we do need to get that bartending gig. <laughs> Immediately. I can't think of anything else. It's like <laughs> the pride that I have over it is insane. They're going to get some. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. they'll be getting some visuals that we don't get? We'll see. It, it more. Yeah, come. her face, like two inches from theirs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm checking in about twice a week to see if Act Two is dropped yet, and if there's any hint, and nothing yet. It's nothing cut. Yet. It's just we're too close. Yeah. To to those Europe things. Dates, that I'm yeah. Like. Yeah. Nothing can drop between here and now. Okay. Here we now. got um, an article from a listener. Mm. Fort Worth Star Telegram. Fort Worth Fertility Clinic used the wrong sperm in a couple's IVF treatment, parents say. What do you do? Oh, my God. What are the details? Basically, this this family used this fertility clinic twice. They placed an embryo and they, and then the husband, they collected his sperm and was supposed to inject her embryo with his sperm, used somebody else's sperm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that happened in 2016 in 2018. Okay. Six years later, 2022, they get DNA results indicating that the dad is not the biological father of either. Of either kids? So they had one in 2016 and one in 2018? Yeah. They So their kids are six. And their kids are four at the point where they give DNA tests. And it says that they gave their kids a DNA test because their pediatrician saw a birthmark that's common in, in people of Asian descent. And because neither parents had Asian heritage in their line, they decided to get their son a DNA test. And it didn't, it, it wasn't in line with the dads. My God. I mean... Here's at that point, the only thing you can do, like I'm talking emotional trauma aside. Yeah. Who cares about the money at this point? Uh, The only thing you can do. Yeah. Like, do you have any rights when you are using these clinics? If there's some sort of malpractice done, I don't know. I have no idea what your rights are. You, You know, it's like you're, it's like, do we take down this whole establishment because Betty, the nurse, had a long day the night before because her kid was sick and she didn't twice, notice? Twice? That is crazy. Two years apart? It's, yeah, maybe Betty hated this couple or something. It feels pointed, like. And how can they, 
prove that it was the IVF that produced a baby? What do you mean? How can they prove that it was not this mother having outside relationship? That's your dateline shit coming out. I would never in a million years think of it. If you're the dad, I'd be thinking. (laughs) Annie, if you're the dad, I'd be thinking it. Oh well, I'm holding my little pearl necklace here. That mom is busted. Yeah, Uh, two years apart. Asian. Both of them have the same birthmark. And I don't know if it's for both one of them for sure. It says IVF typically costs between $10,000 and $15,000 depending on the recipient's insurance. Go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves. That's too much. And you know what it is? Okay, wait, I was thinking about this today. It's demand. It's a need. Today, Peter left for the airport. He was like, "I'm." we had to wake up at like 5 a.m. to drive him to the airport. When he woke me up, he's like, let me get an Uber. You don't have to wake up the kids. I'm like, okay. He gets an Uber. It it cancels and it goes from like $50 to $150. The ride is not any different. It's it's yeah. the demand is changed. Same with the ticket prices changing. Yeah. yeah. For the ticket master. And same with the fucking... The fucking healthcare of it all. We were talking about this the, the other day, Annie and I, because let's just forget that it's expensive. Let's just forget that health insurance is fucked up. When you look at that medical bill, the service that you're giving getting is not worth whatever they're charging you. I'm sorry. Yeah. No shade, but it's like even without you being in that field, the hospitals don't need to be charging this much, but it's like exorbitant because like they do in a way, because that's what they that's the standard. That's blah, 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 whatever. But this in vitro shit, I'm not fucking buying it. That it costs $15,000 on to you, do? hospitals. And, is, and when we're done taking down Ticketmaster, you're next. This is the order. School shooters, Ticketmaster, hospitals, hospitals. Uber. <laughs> Uber. You got to go. It's so fun and everything and, and, and you're, and you're, and you're making fun of me for liking Marianne. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, you know, it's like, we, I, I get the supply and demand of the economics of it all. And I'm like, believe in a free enterprise. Sure. There's gotta be like caps and limits that were like gouging people. This is communist now. This (laughs) is We're taking it back. (laughs) I think any civilization is fucked up, babe. It's so stressful. I, I feel we didn't ever have to do in vitro. I feel for that whole community of people that yeah. have gone through it and had have had success stories, and, not success. And, and you are saving as much as you can to do this one time. And it's like your odds are not even that great to begin with. It's like so, you know what it should be, in my opinion, is like you only pay. First of all, you only pay. If it's a successful, if it's, if it's successful and if it's not successful, they actually pay you for therapy because of the trauma that they've put you through. Yeah. Well, they would never do that because the success rate, they can't, they can't put their money on that. Well, if you're going to charge $15,000 fucking pony up, I need, I need a docu-series about this story. Oh, we're getting it. I I guarantee about a million producers are racing. Girl, if I was that father... 
I wouldn't be sleeping at night. Uh, I would not? be looking at my spells like this every night. <laughs> Anything to tell me? Well, see, I went straight to a mishap at the... Oh, yeah, me too. At the in vitro clinic, but of now course. I'm kind of like... Either one or the other, right? That's all it's got to be. But when you when you try to do the right thing legally and take this to court, I mean, what proof do you have? What proof do you have that the that, that mom the, what you were inseminated with is what got you pregnant? Mm-hmm. What proof? I don't know. I haven't been through that process like me. I I yeah, imagine they're very I'm... yeah. That's wild. And we gotta and, and it's also kind of like if the kid is if the kids are good, then we're kind of like, oh, thank God we got that good sperm. And we if the got kids that good sperm. <laughs> daddy and <if> sperm. <laughs> and if they and if the kids are bad, then it's like Fuck. There's so many there's so many things about this. Not to mention what when you tell the kids how you know how that changes your whole family. Your whole family. That story is wild. Someone's going down. <laughs> I gotta follow this story. I mean, get us Someone's on the fucking down. Start. They took the they took the DNA test three years ago. No, in 2022 they took the so oh, last okay. year. Mm-mm. The couple are accusing Kaufman Fort Worth Fertility and the fertility labs the clinic works with of negligence. In all, the Bryans are suing six defendants, accusing them of recklessly, negligently, and or intentionally mishandling the sperm. At, and allowed an unknown donor to be used to fertilize Camille's eggs. AKA oh, Camille's like, yeah, yeah, it was them. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like, my coworker. <laughs> I'm ready to sue. Ooh, this one's juicy. And it sucks that it's like now she's being called into question. By you. But listen, <laughs> when a when a wife or kid dies, all eyes are on daddy. That's just like what that's just where the Pudding is lying. If you're watching Dateline. When I'm watching. (laughs) This story is going to be on. Okay. We also got a voicemail from first name, last name, Irene Marquette. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Let me. Fabulous. I know. We're the blessings here. What's up, mom stuff? It is Irene. I'm on a walk again with my sweet baby, Zazie. Maybe you can hear her listening to her little music thing or screaming in a moment. (laughs) Um, I was listening to your episode right now about uh, the pregnancy announcements and uh, you talk about those amazing photos of Rihanna. Thank you, Chris Topic in British Vogue. And asking like, why is American Vogue getting scoops these days? What is happening? I don't know why that is, but... I wanted to chime in about the Andre Leon tally of it all and wonder if um, that might have something to do with it. So the outfit, that red coat that Rihanna wore at the Super Bowl was a tribute to Andre Leon tally. 
And he was uh, like a correspondent at the Met Gala. He was also like just an amazing cultural figure. He was, you know, at Studio 54 with Andy Warhol when he was like a young boy. And I think he came from like humble origins and um, became this like icon in the fashion world. And he was very tied to... American Vogue. Also, I could be getting this wrong because I'm just on a walk and I haven't looked it up and I was just thinking about it and I'm calling in. So if this Back is all wrong, us. somebody let me know. I'm sure somebody will. Uh, and I would I'm love Paul. to be educated. But this is just what I know. Um, and I think that his connection with Rihanna was because they were both like, <gasps> Sauce, baby. humble origins and they were both so fabulous and in such an unexpected way. But anyway, he and Anna Wintour had a huge falling out. And Ooh. Anna Wintour, like, notoriously sucks. Ooh. But when he died, Vogue, American Vogue, did not acknowledge his death for, like, days. It was this huge Ooh. slap in the face. And uh, everybody was waiting for them to say something. And I think it was maybe, it was, like, several days later that somebody tweeted from the, like, Vogue account, um, kind of a little eulogy or acknowledgement of him. But it just seemed like their the feud was still on, even in death. Uh, but my read on it was that she was a huge bitch to him, and he was like, fuck off, and she holds a grudge. So I don't know, maybe her going... To the British side is like part of that. I'm just speculating. I don't know. Um, but it's fun to guess. That's all. Bye. <laughs> oh, loved hearing that baby. I love hearing the baby. Love hearing a mom stomping around. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're mom all on a walk. We were obsessed with moms. They're in a good mood. They're trying to refresh. They're in a good headspace. Yes, the air, the air is good for the baby, good for the mom. Good it's for the dad, an interesting good for the point. Parent. I I think it's all like true or not. It's there's something to it. There's something there. Where there's smoke, there's fire, baby. Yeah, and and the the royalness of it all. Queen Elizabeth of it all. It's like, guess what? The people want you to mourn, bitch. Put your personality and your differences aside. Like, lower the flag when Princess Diana dies. You know what I mean? Like, put it on the cover of Vogue when he passes away. Like, that's what the people want. You don't get to decide that. It's insane. It's insane. And yeah, someone else do the homework and check for Yes. Let us know if I read if there's anything. But well, like, it's weird because, I mean, they're obsessed with Rihanna, American Vogue. I mean, hello, Met Gala sculpture. Oh my god, they're obsessed with her. But maybe her making the choice of like, eh, you didn't do the right thing by me, so I'm going to give this to the Brits. You didn't do the right thing by my boy. Yeah, so I'm going to give this to the Brits. Maybe. Could Thank be. you, Irene, for like shedding some light on that. Yeah. We're going to keep it. We're going to, we're not going to look into it because that's not our style and I'm off Google, but we are going to keep our, our eye on British Vogue. Just getting oh, some of the exclusives. 
if it comes down to it, they're in line right behind Ticketmaster. What do you mean? In terms of who we're taking down. We're taking down British Vogue because they're getting our stories. No, no, a, a American. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's school shooters. Good. Right. Ticketmaster. What, what was the one we talked say? about today? Literally just said. Oh, the hospitals? Hospitals and Uber Ameri- and then Ooh, American, American Vogue. Vogue. In that order, that's priorities. And guess what? Marianne will be getting that request. <laughs> Calling her office. We'll be writing and she'll be reading it. She'll actually read. She'll actually listen to the senators. That part. Okay. She's not just she's not just putting in her time. She's doing the extra work. She's doing the extra work at the end of the night. She's folding well, the clothes. Plus Mary, she's reading that. She when she's pregnant, she ain't sleep. <laughs> she's president. <laughs> that was that was a Freudian slip. Because being yeah. pregnant is president. When she's pregnant, president, she won't be sleeping. You don't sleep when you're president. Mother. Mother. When you're mother president. <laughs> okay, the one other thing that I have to play was first name, last name, Ben Bowling. He is a listener slash Patreon member, must know, slash friend, slash icon of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> his husband. And he... Okay, he left a voicemail a few episodes ago and we were dying over his voice. That's right. Yeah. We were dying over his voice. This is, this is how we yeah. become friends through the podcast. Yeah. And so Annie was like, I have to know. And we were like, this, you have to be, you know, and sex all work the, or, <laughs> or some, or, <laughs> or in the audio realm of like, are you getting paid for that voice? Yes, because for sure, ground floor Sinopolis, when we do make a movie, it will be Ben Bowling being like, ladies, <laughs> whatever, however, whatever he In said, intro. <laughs> there we go. So he did send a little commercial. He's okay. So I think we should play it. Do you think that's cool? I guess I'll ask him if that's okay, but we can play yeah. it now. I mean, this man is from the South and that's tugging at my hometown heartstrings. And I feel like he's really amping up that accent a la britney spears river and i'm and i'm damn here for it okay and i know that ben is happily married yeah and so are you and oh yeah let me tell you something at the watch party at the watch party during magic mike when the cowboys came on stage joe had a moment i think you got a thing for cowboys honey we could talk about it offline but i do i like the cowboy and and in college there was a senior i was obsessed with he wore a cowboy hat? And he wore a cowboy hat. I was a freshman. It, he was a senior. Wow. I loved him. He wore a cowboy hat. And Peter's constantly trying to be like... I like country like, music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cute, but... <laughs> Ooh. Wow. I, I have to say, these two men on this ad... ad? It's like Ben is like the spokesperson for these people. He sounds like the strong version of these people with whatever happened to their lungs in the coal mines. If you're really listening to the thing, it's hitting you. You're not they're they're not just telling you the facts. They're saying this little old man with black lung, he should be sounding like Ben right now. That's that exactly. Ben is this is the quintessential coal miner strong. <laughs> 
fresh coal miner in his 20s. And it is, the, the base of his voice is vibrating in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it, such a, I'm in, yeah. I'm yeah. proud of my friend. We're, we're proud and we, we are happy the voice is getting work. Oh, we are so happy because that's going to make us easier to cast. Yeah. When we get the execs in the Sinopolis room, we're going to go, oh, we got this guy. What's his resume? Oh, he's got a resume. Oh, let me just play an ad for you. Ever heard of Black Longbit? <laughs> you haven't? Okay. Okay. Piece of <laughs> shit. Listen, which would lead... <laughs> which Get out of here. You know what? Get out of here. Actually, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> which reminds me, dude, I we're proud of Ben. We're proud of all of you. We have to say it. Whatever you're doing, if you're driving, guess what? You're doing it well. I was thinking people... People drive when they listen to this podcast. They walk when they listen to their podcast. They parent when they're listening to the podcast. They cook. Do you think people have sex while they're listening to this podcast? Can you they do when we play that ad. If you played that ad on repeat for 20 minutes, I would By the say end yes. of it. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. We're proud of you. Everything is so hard. And just a few months when Marianne starts running, it'll be better. It'll be a lot better. We're going to be talking about those serious issues. This society is about to be woke. Ooh. Wait, can we just talk? I know we did it for the Patreon. We have to talk about Magic Mike for a millisecond. Okay, go. The millisecond is Annie had seen it before. I had never seen it before, but you know that we like mail reviews based on our Las Vegas. We're like, we're going to watch this. And the movie is bad. This is what the movie needs to be. And if we were in Sinopolis, we'd be saying this. The movie needs to be male review extravaganza. And it just needs to be, it needs to be focusing on the women who goes to the show, bitch. Yeah. I don't give a shit about your backstory. Oh, I sound so heartless right now. No, no I, I, I don't even mind a little bit of the backstory because it's like, uh, this is what uh, a life of a ma- uh, of a male stripper that is interesting, but they added way too much to it, and it the movie was the backstory. It was insane. Yeah, and it's it like focus away from what it. Yeah, it should be like, and it was like so fucking. There was like a whole thing about like addiction and drugs, and like a whole thing about dreams, and it's like it's interesting because I feel like there's like these stripper movies we've seen where it's like the main character actually has a different dream. They actually want to do something different than this. And in some ways it's like, I don't need to see this anymore because fuck you. Everyone has a dream. doesn't matter what job you're in or if you're happy or not. We all want more for ourselves. And if you're thinking like, not me, allow yourself to want more for yourself. You know, we all, it's not extraordinary for the Channing Tatum guy for being like, is that how you say his name? Channing Tatum. Thank you. <laughs> Ch- it's it's not extraordinary. <laughs> it's not extraordinary for him to be like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. It's like, okay, so that storyline I could give a shit about. And it's also kind of like, well, now we don't care what everyone else wants to do. Or like everyone else isn't as driven because they, whatever. I'm done with that storyline. 
We'll never see it in the MNU. Oh, the, just just the cinematography is terrible, oh. and the shots are terrible. It, it's a lot of the scenes are very confusing. Some of them are so poorly lit you cannot see the actors' faces or who is in the scene. <laughs> I mean, it's like ba- some basics are very wrong, and uh, it makes you appreciate good movies. That's for damn sure. Oh my god, it's, it's hard so to make a good bad. movie. Yeah. What pisses me off is this movie is sold for as like, this is for people who are attracted to men or like, this is for like women who go to the shows. It's not, it is not, it didn't make me happy. It didn't make me excited. I don't give a shit about this guy. It's just like, well, I mean, the movie is magic Mike about this guy and about his real life experience as a stripper. I think, but a lot of it feels very heavy handed of like the Hollywood suits being like, there needs to be another story here. There needs to be this or the writers, whoever made this decision to have this girlfriend and the, the new kid who is like, has addiction problems. And maybe that is something that Channing actually experienced. Like maybe there is to be a male stripper is to know addiction and, you know, maybe that's all tied in, but the way that they interwove it into the movie, it pulled focus and it was like. Yeah. They they didn't make the right movie. No, and you're right too. This story can be told, but don't market it as it's like this movie is going to get you off. There weren't enough of those moments. I could give and I was like the main guy that like Matthew McConaughey like recruits is so he's a I'm child. not he's a, I'm again back to the young kid stuff not in it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, (laughs) yeah. Annie kept pointing out this like one guy. I don't know what his backstory is, but his face is chopped to pieces. Tarzan? Yes. The plastic surgery on this man. Wow. Love to know his backstory, though. Would prefer it to the kid. Magic Mike is two and three, right? Or is the second one coming out? The second one is out. The third one is coming out. The third one just came out, I believe. Yeah. So the franchise, they're making money. They're making money on the women. That's for sure. But check in with the women afterwards. Cause I wouldn't be surprised if someone was like, I didn't know that was going to be about addiction and that little boy being a bitch. Listen, they keep coming back to see his moves. That's why they are like, oh, they only <laughs> gave me some seeds. I, I, I'll buy another ticket to see those moves again. Cause he's <sighs> a good dancer. But here's what I will say. In the scenes where the, it's the male review and they're picking up the ladies and they're like thrusting her, that's right. That's kind of that's it. Real. That is it. Yeah. And it's not, they're not over exaggerating, maybe under. Yeah. It's wild. Okay. Um, that was my mini re- review there. But then last weekend, Peter and I went to this place with the kids called Polar playground in Huntington Beach, which is about an hour from us. And it's a cotton candy place that does like basically cotton candy sculptures. Mm -hmm. And they do like truly like 30 to 40 characters. And every day they post on Instagram what characters they're doing, but it's pretty much the same. They do Sully, they do Homer, they do Grogu, they do they just do a shit ton of characters. Two people out of state have told me, oh, you should have you seen that cotton candy place? And uh, like, I keep thinking about going. I've sent it to Annie to be like, we should hit this up. We didn't really have anything to do on Sunday. Um, and so I was like, we should go to this. We should drive an hour. It's going to be like an hour or two wait. That's what the 
Instagram is like, the line mm-hmm. is long, Peter. The line is long. It's going to be like the an hour long. or two. And he's like, okay, let's go. Fine. We go. This is no exaggeration. We're in line for six and a half hours. I, I Peter says, this is the most embarrassing thing we've ever done in our life. <laughs> how did you, how did you have, did you pack food? We didn't. We didn't. We went thinking like this will take an hour or two. This is going to be a long. We went thinking this is going to be a long wait. What did you do with bathroom and hunger? Oh, okay, so the bathroom about after about two hours, this guy comes out and he's like giving a massive speech to each section of the line. So he comes to us like third or fourth and he's like, hey, OK, from this point, it's about two and a half hours. From the point he p- points to, we're not even close to it. And I I just, Annie, I couldn't believe it would ever take this long. And by two hours, I'm like, we drove her an hour. We're in line for two hours. We're fucking staying. I was not getting out of that line. And actually, I thought a lot of other people would, but I, no one was getting out of that line. And he was basically, you could walk in. And go to the bathroom. The bath. They were like, if you need to go to the bathroom at any point, get some water. We have water. We have a bathroom. It's available to you all. We just ask that you don't take any video as you come in and come out. After two hours in, the kids start playing Heads Up, which is like, you know, Ellen's game. Yeah. We got the app. Oh, my God. It saved us. And they start playing with the little girl next to us who was just like the sweetest little thing. And those kids were having a good time. And that was helpful. Like from that point on till we got it, they were really friendly with this kid. And so, and they loved people. And so that was helpful, but that game saved us. Ellen game of games, heads up. We're promoting Ellen DeGeneres on the podcast today. Yeah, we're into it. We're into Guess it. what? We, we're, we're, we're finding grace and peace God, and we're for forgiveness. And that's kind of half hours. So then we stay in line and and I cannot, I can't recommend this place, but I will say this. It wasn't that expensive. I mean, what we get a bag of cotton candy at any place. It's going to be like eight bucks, 10 bucks. Really? 10 or under. Yes. I'm sure of it. I thought it was more like two or three bucks. No way. At like a basketball game. I mean, a stadium, but if you go to like a, a circuit, I don't know, circuses or anything, a carnival affair, I still think it's about $8, but maybe it's two or three. Please someone write in. We're never going to look Let it up. No, I, I hate cotton candy, actually. Not never even liked it as a kid. So I, I can't tell you how much it is, but I feel like it's a cheap thing. It's just spun sugar. It's just spun sugar. These things were like $20 and it took forever for them to, it took like, 10 minutes. Once you order, it takes 10 like 10, 20 minutes to make your thing. Beautiful sculpture. The people are nice. The price is reasonable for what you're getting, in my opinion, even though you're going to eat it Do immediately. Do you think it's less if you go on like a Wednesday morning? I do think it is. Le- well, it's closed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And they're like weekdays were slower. I think Thursday, but I've followed this place long enough on Instagram that I know I've seen the video of the line. The line is always there and they are upfront about the wait, but I, I gotta say it's long. 
It's yeah. they need to they need to have it literally like it's it's not one or two hours. And I don't believe anyone will be staying there for just like one or two hours. It's like hours. I could never do this. What you're describing. I could never do it. At the two hour, whatever, when that man came out, I would say, I'm sorry for doing this, but I got to bounce. <sighs> I could never do it. I I just couldn't. I would be mad the whole time. Yeah, I wondered if like, this is another thing, like everyone was so happy when they left. And I was like telling Peter, I was like, yeah, we all have to be happy. We all feel like fucking idiots for doing this. Yeah, you we have, have to, to be like, to this was work. the right thing. Well, even like at rides at Disney or something, I get so mad in those lines. Not where you like can't talk to me, I'm mad, but like I am like thinking about it the whole time. How long have I been standing here? Like I'm just like focused on it. And then the, the ride is like, yeah, that's good. That was good. But like, I don't know. Oh my God, six and a half hours. This is what I would say for these are, I would say I'm not going to boot or stomp it, I'm, but I am going to give you a little more than the, the Instagram go, gives you. Yeah. If you go, the shop is open from like noon to five. I would say you need to go an hour before it opens or go right at five or like 445. Because if you are in line by the time it closes, they serve you. And they say that they go, if you're in line by five, we will serve you. We're not going to turn anyone away after this point in the line. Sometimes but, we're but that here. That means you're staying until like eight or nine, right? Or 1030. They said the night before. But I do think that like you might shave a little of your time off that way. The other thing is um, I would for sure just keep in mind, they say to you when you're there, every pillar is 20 minutes and there's a lot of fucking pillars. So... <laughs> I would also say bring chairs and bring coats and bring some families brought blankets because we're here like all night. We'll never, ever do it again. Yeah. But I do think that I wish we had brought chairs. I wish we had brought like a little more like warm clothing. Yeah. And I it's wish, starting to get dark by the time you're. Yeah. Yeah. Was we left at nine. Got there at two left at nine. Nine. <laughs> I don't know. It's trendy. I mean, it's trendy. Yeah, it's it's trendy. like, it's yeah. very basic bitch. Like I would only recommend it if your kids can stay in line and you yeah. have the day available. And, but like the, the kind candy is like cool to hold for five seconds. Oh my God. And actually the mom that was in front of me, she bought one for her son who was not there. And he was like barely up or not up. And she texted me because, yeah, we exchanged numbers. Okay. Yeah, we're friends now. Yeah. She texted me the next day and was like, this held up. Oh, she brought it home and it like, yeah. Held up through the night. Yeah. Damn. Anyways, I don't even know. Maybe I'll delete all of that. But because I'm like, is this even interesting? But I am kind of like, yeah, that line is fucking real. It's real. And, and actually the longer. It's already a shock, but it's longer than that. It's longer what than you that. think. Yeah. And the people inside, they had the best bedside manner. It's like That's when you... pretty crazy. Oh, when you're waiting for the, the doctor and you're starting to get mad at the doctor. And then the doctor walks in the room and you're like, hi. And they're uh, like, hey, how are you doing? And you're like, I'm not mad anymore because like, you're yeah. so, you know what I mean? It take, you're so happy to be there or you're Taking so happy of, to have yeah. your turn. 
That's yes. how it felt when you walked in. You there were no one was mad. Everyone was like, "We did it." <laughs> Speaking of doctors, I I did want to mention this. Oh yes, a vulnerable moment. I haven't. I've been, been dying moment. for this story. Uh, and 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 in the case of Rihanna, I have to be vulnerable. It's tough to be vulnerable. Here we go. I went to. I went to go get a pap. Paha. And and. I haven't had one in a long time. And it's like, it's one of those things, like if you're going annually or whatever your doctor tells you to do, it's like no big deal, but it's been such a long time for me because I like moved and never got a doctor, yada, yada. Some time has gone by enough for me to feel uncomfortable about it again. You forgot. <laughs> I forgot how like this fuck waiting forever for this doctor, waiting for actually nurse practitioner, waiting forever. And she comes in and she is overly nice, overly explaining things, talking to me like this, almost to the point where I like want to punch her in the face. But I'm like, you're being so nice, but patronizing. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Hate. Ooh. So she like is down there and I'm like, I forget how uncomfortable it is. No pain, just the uncomfortability of uh, mm. that thing inside of you. And she cannot get to my cervix, bitch. She's like, take a deep breath, try to be comfortable. And the nurse is at my head and she's like, she always says try to be comfortable, but it's like impossible, right? And I'm like, thank you. She's talking shit. She's talking shit. <laughs> Let's go. Girl, I'm telling you, she's moving that speculum. Yeah, cranking up the thing. Up in there. Maybe 90 seconds, maybe two minutes Ooh. before it even begins. You know how quick a pap smear is supposed to be. Yes. And she's like, I can't find, I think your cervix is tilted to the left. And I was like, I've never been told that before. Even like giving birth. Yeah, bitch. I was never told that before, but sometimes it does get up there. Like I have had somebody then like, I can't get it. I, I, but I was like, in my head, I go, you went through a C-section, you went through labor. This is nothing. And that, I, I was like thinking about that, how that like t traumatizing thing I had, thing I went through for labor is like a sense of like bringing me back to my power. Do you know what I mean? Like you endured that. This is nothing compared to that. And you, you can't even, you, I can't even remember that pain now, you know, we're yeah. not, we're, we like, just can't remember it, but I just remember it hurting a lot. And to me, I like go back to that a lot. I'm like, you gave, you delivered a child. You can do anything for a couple seconds. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, and it, it makes me feel like moms are just so fucking strong. I mean, everybody knows this. No, but I, you know, you have that. You it do like have. There's a before and there's an after. And for me, I yeah. feel like so much of it was an epidural. I don't remember like the that being a struggle, but I'm like, but I am kind of like you did raise babies. Yeah, at this, and you can do like that's how that was what I'd be telling myself. It's just like this is nothing. This Everything is nothing. Is nothing. Physical pain is nothing. Emotional, like, strength. <laughs> it's like, 
Yeah, it really it really did put me at ease in that moment of like, oh my God, how am I gonna get through this bitch trying to find my cervix? I was what? like, you can, you can you can do much worse than this, babe. You actually have proof that you've gone through much worse. So Ooh. chill. And it's like it's like a call me, it's like, oh yeah, I am stronger than I'm letting myself be right now. Yeah, I'm doing just fine. Receipts receipts kids are the receipts bitch that we get fucked and that we are powerful and that that we're powerful okay i love you love you babe we need to record a song 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 mom sounds Shit, 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 shit. Are you mad? Bye, bye. Oh. <laughs> Not yet. Mm. <laughs> Whoa, no. Oh, no. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> bye, bye. Hundred. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh. <laughs> Loved you. Bye, bye. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. Are you mad? Okay. 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 We need to record a song. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Uh, 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 <gasps> <gasps> bye bye. I love you, girl. Love you, babe. <laughs>